and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Zero Hours with me, Mikey Brown. I have a, a set subject for this podcast. Uh, of course, being as the way the world is, it's political. It's uh, going to be a little different, though, on the political side, and uh, I'll get to that here in a minute. But first, you know, I have to start off, unfortunately, with some more bullshit. Um, definitely bullshit news. A couple more bands bit the dust as far as my uh, ability to stomach them goes. Uh, one's kind of justifiable. The other one is complete horseshit. Uh, Slipknot. Uh, they're on the vaccine train. Uh, from what I've understood. At least with this one, I'm not going to be tossing any CDs against the stone wall because, you know, it's a little freaky, I guess, uh, when you have COVID. Uh, I had it, luckily, before I knew what it was. And uh, so Corey Taylor had COVID. He got pretty sick. I mean, he's rebounding already uh, after a few days and Good, good on that. You know, we don't want to hear anybody getting too sick to recover. And he, he's on the road. The last update I saw him post, uh, he was feeling much better. You know, he's still a little run down, all that stuff, normal COVID signs and symptoms. But I'm sure they're going to be, and what I heard they already are, requesting people at their shows be vaccinated. Okay. Another one, you know, it's whatever at this point. I mean, it, it just, you lose a lot of followers, you lose a lot of people, and your core might stay the same. Who knows? Uh, with that, I saw a video, and I, and I watched the video because, simply, I had watched this little 11-year-old or 11, 12-year-old girl. This is moving on from Slipknot, by the way. Uh, a little 11 or 12-year-old girl that did does uh, YouTube videos, drumming. Very good. I think her name is Nandy. I don't remember the last name. It's like Bushnell or something. She's English. She talks with an English accent. Cute little kid. Hell of a drummer. I mean, awesome as hell drummer. Especially for her age. She's like even more uh, awesome to watch. And just solid. And has a blast. Never quits smiling. And all excitable. The way I love to see drummers play. And she had put on a, a cover of a Foo Fighters song, Everlong, and she jammed on it and challenged Dave Grohl to a, like a drum off kind of thing. And they did the back and forth on the internet. And you know, that's what I used to love about Dave Grohl was that kind of shit. And then he became woke and yeah, started out doing that song with Mick Jagger. Then it was the you got to be vaccinated to come to our shows. He's just full-blown libtard now. And, uh, okay. You know, I already talked about my disgust and dismay with the Foo Fighters about that. Uh, so Nandy got the opportunity to play on stage with Foo Fighters to play Everlong. I did watch that video. And I understand it was in Oregon and all this stuff. I think it was Oregon. 
but there's a sign there's a sign right in the right in front of the stage that said masks are required so not only do you have to be vaccinated you still have to wear a fucking mask to this show now like i said organs super libtardia uh, right next to the kings of all libtards in California. So, again, in Oregon's a fucking shithole now. And Portland and all that crap. And uh, now they're doing back to mask mandates. Yada, yada. Fucking yada with this shit. But it was cool to see her jam on stage anyway. For the two or three minutes I saw the video. So I do admit I've listened to a Foo Fighters song since. So For Nandy. For her kick ass she did a good job too like a probably better job than dave did and taylor taylor's still a bomb on i mean like i said it's hard for me with the food fighters because i i really like their music this sucks and maybe someday i'll i'll get over my pettiness here and forget about it and listen to them again i don't know doubtful the next one was uh the newest one it's tough but it's not Overly tough because there was already a member of the band that I didn't care for anyway. And I've seen them live and it was like, live is like a god-awful version. I mean, definitely a recording kind of person, but they've had some good songs. They've had some really good songs that other bands that I really like covered. They were kind of innovators in the the growling thing, you know, without being grindcore or metalcore, deathcore, whatever you call it. it. Was Lamb of God, and I don't know about the rest of the band. This is just for Randy Blythe or Bly or whatever the fuck his name, how you pronounce. It. He's the one I didn't like, and he was always a, seemed like a cocky, condescending fuck. A little bit, but you know, it's, I know most singers are. I was a singer, I know. But he's on this rampage the other day about shut up and wear your fucking mask. You know, get over this shit, blah, blah, blah. Shut up and wear your mask. You know what? Fuck you, dude. You could still be in a prison in Prague or wherever the fuck it was. You should be kissing the ground that you that you walk on here and the rights to have freedoms because you wouldn't have had them getting butt-fucked in a prog cell or wherever the fuck it was that you threw the dude off the stage. You get off scot-free because you're, you're, you're a mid-celebrity. I mean, Lamb of God's not going to... You know, you're not at the height of the world. You're Lamb of God. You're like, okay. People are over it already. You got the best drum, one of the best drummers in metal, but other than that, it's like, whatever. You slam a guy. Like I said, had your moments. You've had some Giller songs that I enjoyed. I, I, but I saw you live, and that brought it down a peg. And then the Blythe behind the scenes, they'd show videos of him when he got in a fight with his own band member on a bus because he was a fucking drunk junkie. Then he goes to the. Prague, I thought it was bull. It's like, man, I hope he gets off. I hope he gets off. And he gets out of it without having to serve any more prison time. And then he comes, you know, and during this shit, now he's saying, 
Basically, he's doing a Schwarzenegger. Fuck your freedoms. Screw your freedoms. Wear a fucking mask. Nah, fuck you. That'll be it for Lamb of God. And uh, if I had a CD of Lamb of God, it would go against the fucking stone wall. As a Frisbee. But, as it is, I'll just never go see them live. I won't, I'll skip them on a playlist. I'll never go see them live again because I reckon, to be honest, Randy Blythe, why I wouldn't go see him live? He was fucking terrible. Both times. I've seen him open twice for people and it's like, it, it's garbage. The rest of your band kills. And I don't know what their affiliation is with this whole thing, but I knew the loudmouth, lucky to be here, not fucking rotten in a prison, had the balls to say that to the people that don't want to get fucking jabbed. So, fuck you. On your merry way. So, anyway, that's my little rants for the vaccine portion of this show. Now we're going to move on to the QAnon debate. Uh, are we Q-tards or are we Nostradamus? Because a lot of what QAnon has said is really out there. Not so much Q himself. He's, he's the one that speaks in riddles and codes. And it could very well be that Ron, I can't even remember his last name for life of me right now. I'll probably think of it later. But Ron from uh, the video, uh, HBO had the six-part QAnon, Ron Watkins. Yeah, that's his name. And they said that he was Q. And he kept denying it, kept denying it. Well, he was at the Lindell Symposium or he, he was Zoom zoomed in on Lindell's symposium a while back here and he was talking a lot about Q stuff and you know running 8chan which is where Q post off of it's, could be could be could be not you know a lot of people the Q tards as they're called Q we we are called because I, I do believe a lot of what QAnon says and I stick I, I'll, I'll say I'm a QAnon I have no problems with that Tinfoil hat, QAnon, whatever, red pill guy, whatever you want to call me. A lot of people think QAnon is JFK Jr., that he's not dead. I don't know. That's a that's a fence one for me because I don't think, this is me just talking out loud here, I don't think that if JFK Jr. was alive and they were making this giant coup to come back with Trump, as everybody in QAnon thinks, or QAnon Nation thinks. I don't think they would have waited through all this shit. I think maybe they would have came out before the election. Because no matter no amount of rigging would have won for Democrats, I don't think, if JFK Jr. was still here. Because I think even the hardcore leftists would know, if JFK Jr. has been in hiding for 21 years, this motherfucker would be spitting. He knows something. And he knows the the the, drunk, the damn swamp would have got drained. My uh, my uh, objections to the QAnons are some of, as follows. Uh, the ones that keep this list of people that have been executed for treason and all this stuff in Guantanamo Bay with the tribunals. You know, like the Bush family and Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton. All these people have been executed and the clones are in their place. Joe Biden's dead. You know, all this stuff. 
that's a little farther down the conspiracy trail than I think I can make myself go to. I just, I mean, Biden does look like a shapeshifter sometimes, and Kamala, they, they look a little different from time to time, but maybe, you know, a lot of people say, you know, I can look different too if I grow my beard out or I shave or cut my hair off or I grow it out a little bit or, you know, shave it completely. It's letting, you can change your appearance, and especially a guy like Biden getting older, and he's worn, he's getting torn down pretty quick here. So, I don't think Barack Obama's clone was at his birthday party. And, and I just don't see it. Now, the the other one is the, all these fuckers wearing the uh, ankle bracelets. Uh, they're all under house arrest. All these people, you know, they're going to get... They're going to get their due process, but they're all on house arrest. They're wearing boots and they're wearing... It's hard for me to take, but I'm not going to exclude any of that shit. Maybe Guantanamo, the execution things. I'm probably going to not go there ever, ever in my lifetime will I go to that extent. If I found out that to all be true, I would be completely floored and fucking utterly shocked. And I'm, I'm pretty far to the right, but I'm not that far. The ankle bracelets? I don't know. That's like, I doubt that too. So there's some things in QAnon and, and the far right red pill that I don't buy into or necessarily want to jump up and down and say it's true. But then there's a lot of stuff on the conservative side in the QAnon days that have kind of come to fruition. I mean, there's the, the, the rigging of the election. I mean, I do believe that the virus was man-made, released on purpose to control the mail-in ballots so that it'd be easier to rig the election, to rid Trump out of their hair so they could continue on with the master plan. Master plan being the New World Order. I do believe that Bill Gates is orchestrated in this with Fauci. Fauci gave the money to the Wuhan to get it done through his wife's organization because his wife's the president of the NIH. Bill Gates wants to help depopulate the earth. He's been saying that forever. Why else would a guy that's a computer guy be, be regarded in any way, shape, or form about vaccine? You know, he's the money guy. I do believe that him and Soros have bought in, uh, the testing facility. It's supposed to be the number one, uh, I think it's pregnancy test facility. But it's easily converted to COVID test also. So you're seeing the cornering on the market of vaccines and testings. They can control that at will. That doesn't seem far-fetched to me at all that seems pretty legit now there was a QAnon guy that said now I haven't been able to, to positively say this is true or no that right before September 11th 20 years ago there was an investigation into a bunch of money missing from the Pentagon 
then the plane hits. That audit review or whatever it was was canceled because of the madness of son madness of 9/11 canceled it. The rumor or the QAnon statements were that the, there was a bunch more money, 20 trillion, 29 trillion dollars misappropriated by the government over the past 20 years and that it was going to be audited, reviewed, uh, found out and that's why we had the woo flu so that Trump would not take them to task and wouldn't have the op opportunity to be in ingrained in the government to waylay this on everybody and bring everybody down, drain the swamp. You know, the storm, when he kept saying the storm, calm before the storm, he might have, may have thought that it was going to, he was still going to win this election, even though it was going to be rigged. We knew that was going to be rigged. And maybe that's the storm he talks about when he says, you'll find out. <clears throat> Not out of the realm of possibility. Now, to the lefties, I'm a complete fucking nut. I'm a tinfoil hat wearing motherfucker. Maybe. I am. Maybe that's just where I'm at. But I can believe all that could be true. Now, it's funny because the Arizona audits were done. And they were going to put them on the panel review. There was nothing left to stop it. Except, what could stop anything in its tracks these days? You guessed it. The coof. The rona. The woo flu. The panel people had, a majority of them had the woo flu. They had to push it back some. So now the audience that were in front, forefront of a lot of people's minds that really wanted to know this stuff, now it's delayed because the panel has the woo flu. Now, you don't think there's any kind of inkling of a last-ditch effort to get that information switched to where it looks like it was a legit election. I'm just saying, I mean, it's awful funny. The timing on this shit is incredible. Now, they also say in Q land that the Afghanistan thing became more prevalent, not the bombing yesterday, um, but being more in the forefront of everything because of the court action in the Ukraine. Where Burisma, supposedly now, I'd have to I'd have to get a legitimate news source to tell me this. But apparently, in open court, Burisma admitted to the fact that they did offer bribes to both Hunter and Joe Biden. Is that true? Anybody in Ukraine <laughs> might listen. Tell me if that's true. I didn't hear nothing about it, but. That might be the objective. If, if, if it has to be released, if it's released down under a bunch of other things, the distraction. You know, that's, what, that's what we always have, seem to have anytime something comes, is we have distractions. QAnon, you know, they almost predicted that something racial would be on in 2020. Something racial would happen. And we all know it did. The big blow up with George Floyd and then afterwards every shooting in the country from the police on a black man was 
blown into the forefront. You know, this happened in 2016 also. There was a big dust-up. Not this bad. This is so funny that, you know, had different all these different angles of the George Floyd thing. It's almost like it was set up to be there. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying, that's the, that's the tinfoil in me coming out. Because <clears throat> that distracted everything. That put everybody in a tizzy. Then you add coronavirus... The coronavirus was just starting out. Then that happens. You get all the riots of the summer. Everybody's distracted everywhere. All this shit gets put into play. All of it starts happening. There's a lot of situations that you don't have to be mentally ill crazy to think that could happen. This country is known to do shady things like you look at even the simplest things like a watergate i mean it's funny to me how the obama spying on trump thing went away with a with a whimper that they were spying on him as a, a political candidate in 2015 leading up to the election using government and nsa or whatever it was gear to do it and tried to nail him for a phone call as an impeachable offense later. But Hillary's 33,000 emails did nothing. They did nothing to her. It, it's funny how all this shit works, right? So who's the real sitting in the dark ostrich in the, in the sand here? Is it the lefties? That are doing all this handy underhanded shit, or or the or the the guys on the right like me, we're we're just fucking crazy. We can't accept the fact that Trump lost, and we can't accept the fact that you know that the, the that the coronavirus is a legitimate virus is that's just so happened to to come from China, and it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't man made. It wasn't this. Fauci had nothing to do with it. He didn't lie to Congress when he said. He didn't get a grant for gain-of-function research, but when the fucking email is right there, and, and it gets passed over. Once again, the, the, the left side is so good at concealing everything, the right will scream about it, but nobody in the upper, I call it the, like upper management branches of government, do a fucking thing about it. Guys like Lindsey Graham should be embarrassed. They use Trump to get reelected, then they dump on the guy. And then they do nothing about any of this shady shit. They don't even investigate it. McCarthy's, the McConnell's. The only ones that are saying anything is like Jim Jordan, Rand Paul, Marjorie Green, the Governor Noam, or whatever, from South Dakota. Ted Cruz. You got some people that will stand up and say shit. The rest of them cower in their little corner and jump across the aisle to the left at any given moment. They're all rhinos. And they're probably all in on it in one way, shape, or form. The New World Order, is it a... F I heard about the New World Order fucking decades ago. You know, there was books in, like, what, 1989 about the New World Order? 
George Orwell, even 1984, the book. Some of this shit's getting too close to home. It's like, it's almost like they took those books and they planned around it. Just like Bill Gates had his little event 201 that he paid for, basically, was a pandemic exercise in October of 2019. And if you go to anywhere and watch that, if it's still on YouTube, because I watched the whole thing, everything in that little event thing happened and is still happening. It's been played. It's a theater production of no fucking other ever been seen before. It's like the whole world's a stage. You know, I'm thinking of the Rush song now. <laughs> All the world is a stage, man. The whole album, the album was great. But we're all being played. We're just players. We're like it's it's like we're we're side actors. We're we're the extras. We're the extras in this really shitty fucking movie called the New World Order. Now, am I complete batshit nuts? Yeah, probably. But I I'm thinking there's some a lot of stuff, a lot of things that we're right about. So there's parts where parts of us where the, we're cutards. And there's a lot of the parts where I think we're no sort of fucking Damas. I think we've had a good uh, line on it. I think a lot of it's true. And it reaches farther than politics. Do I believe in Pizzagate? Do I believe Pizzagate existed? Hell yes. I think Hollywood... Is Luciferians mostly yes? Do I think the Illuminati is a big thing? Yes. Too many people do that fucking Illuminati triangle. Stick their tongue out. Jim Carrey did it on TV. I think he was trying to say yes, this shit exists. Elijah Wood, Corey Feldman, these kind of guys have come out and said that abuse happens. Rose McGowan. Isaac Caffey tried to tell a lot of people a lot of things. He got suicided off a fucking bridge. Tom Hanks mocked him with roadkill. With a, I hope not. With a cap on Route 66. Before. I think it was before it even happened. Tom Hanks went to Greece. He hadn't heard his name for shit. Of the Illuminati, the, I, I see this shit, all these shit with these people covering their one side and one eye with their finger. Like, you see all these thousands of fucking celebrity pictures. One hand over one eye. What the fuck? Ridiculous. I mean, it's all, it's all, it's all what it means. <coughs> Some kind of Luciferian Illuminati shit. They do the circle, the 666 thing supposed to be. I mean, holding the circle up like okay is a is a is a you know it's funny because it it was for a while there it was saying that, that that's a white power sign. Oh well, fuck, that was a game we used to play, like the okay symbol would say hey look, and then they'd see it and you're like ah oh, fuck you, you know. But then they start doing it on their eye. It's like the eyes and then the covering your one hand with all your. I mean, I could go on a, a, I should probably do a whole podcast with that, because that shit's fucking weird. 
and and then everybody with the black eyes, you know, and the and Dreamachrome uh, conspiracies, and you know how everything seems to happen when we got around Pizzagate, we've got around these other Tom Hanks, you know, the pedophile Isaac Cap, he was naming names and this, that all of a sudden something else major happens, and Save Our Children goes from the top of the list to the bottom. You know, Weinstein's supposedly in prison, Harvey Weinstein. Maybe he's in prison, maybe he is not. Epstein didn't kill himself, we know that. But is he even alive or dead? What about Ghislaine Maxwell? <coughs> they made a big deal about her getting arrested. They found her in New Hampshire and they were arrested her and put her in jail. And then she's struggling in jail, supposedly. You haven't heard shit. You haven't heard shit of her trial, nothing. I, I'm wondering if she's even there, if she's even in jail. You hear nothing about these people. Bill fucking Cosby gets out on a technicality. So what really celebrities are doing any time for these crimes? They're, they're, people are walking, they're getting away with murder, literally. I mean, all the people that want to testify against anybody ends up fucking dead. All the way back from Vince Foster to, to you know, to, to Seth Rich. All these fuckers end up dead. The, the, the list of people that have committed suicide. I don't know of anybody that's got that many friends or acquaintances that commit suicide as the Clinton Foundation people. The Clintons alone. But with everybody involved with the Clintons, it keeps adding on. You know, the other thing the QAnoners, QTards, talk about sometimes is the Obamas. Some think, think Barack Obama isn't truly indeed the Antichrist. Some people think he's married to a transgender woman. And Michelle's real name is Mike. I'm not saying that I don't believe at least the Mike part. Uh, the Antichrist, I don't know. I don't know. It's not under the realm of possibility. It's not out of the realm of possibility. And then they had their real close. They said, well, they got two girls, you know, liberals. Well, they got two kids. How the fuck they do that? Have you ever seen a picture of their two friends they have that their daughters look just like them? I mean, it's kind of fucking eerie. Now, I'm not one to dig. I don't, like I said, I don't write enough shit down, but I don't remember the people's names, but I've seen a picture of them. It's pretty public knowledge. I don't like talking out of turn about anybody, and especially a former president of the United States. But if he's a piece of shit antichrist and he's married to a man, I don't feel so bad about that. But you know, that might be another podcast. I mean, I think I could really dig into some of this Pizzagate Illuminati shit and probably dig up a bunch of stuff. There's a lot of crooked fucks around. A lot of shady politicians. Hollywood's fucked up. Kids go missing every day. There's no, there's no rhyme, reason, or seemingly an end to it. You have a little raids here and there. People, we had some in Northeast Ohio the other day, like twelve more kids. 
But it, it, you know, the sick stuff that you hear that happens to the kids that they're never found. That, you know, the adrenaline, the adrenochrome requires adrenaline, so they're being tortured. That's the prime time to get them. It's pretty sick and twisted. But we're in a pretty sick and twisted world anymore. And that's not counting what's going on in the world as far as, you know, the Middle East or the vaccines and all that shit. We're pretty much in a reality that is like you never thought you would see. It's insanity. So, that's my thing. I think the QAnons, we have QTARDs. Yes, we do. They're a little too far to the right. Do we have QAnons that are right on the money? I believe, yes, we do. About everything I talked about. That we're Nostradamus. That we're predicting the future. We know how shit's going to come out. We can tell you that this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen ahead of time, and it has. I mean, Event 201 should be enough. That should have never, you know, the millions of uh, vaccine bottles that were produced in 2019. When Dr. Fauci says, that rat bastard said in 2017, this administration will face a pandemic. How? Are you Nostradamus? There, Tony? Because how the fuck can you predict something like that? A mass pandemic. You guys plan this all out and, and you're doing and the bad thing is is you're doing it blatantly now more than ever. You don't even try to hide it anymore. They don't even try to hide this sick shit. Everybody's gotten away with it for so long. That's why I get so mad at these fucking so-called conservatives that say we're not going to bring ourselves down their level. Then we're never going to fucking win. We're never going to get over this. We're going to get controlled. Sick shit's going to keep on on and we're just going to fucking let it happen. I mean, other people in Hollywood are knowing it's going on. They're saying it and everybody just says, well, well, you know, they're just... They're just envious, or they're just jealous, or it was a long time ago. There's an excuse for everything. And the conservatives talk a bunch of shit and do nothing about it. And I'm little old me in Podunk, Ohio here. If I had any kind of pull, I mean, uh, my chances of getting suicided would go up. Sure. I would surround myself with the best people I could to keep me from being suicided, but I would definitely fucking name names. And if Trump knew any of that, if Trump knew, knows the majority of this shit and was waiting for the big bomb drop, then shame on him too. If you knew 60% and you wanted to wait to get 100, fuck that. That 60% needs out. If we could stop 60% of child trafficking, if we could stop 60% of anything that's fucking evil and twisted, stop it now. Deal with the other 40% later. It's like getting drug dealers off the street. Yeah, you want the kingpin, but take the fucking drug thing. You, know, you take the drug dealers off the street too. Then you keep trying to get the kingpin. You go around, you get informants, you go to another the other dealers until all the dealers wipe and eventually you'll be led to the fucking kingpin. You can cut the head off the fucking snake at that point. But you don't just let the motherfucking multiply 
and get worse because you don't have 100%. Take what you can get. They need to start doing more of taking what we can get and quit being pussies. Laying down for this shit. So I, I'm a proud QAnon supporter. Red pill. Tinfoil fucking hat. Yes. Rabbit hole diving motherfucker I am. Because I don't trust a lot of shit. And you shouldn't either. And if you're on that side and you know I'm right, <laughs> then you're laughing at us because you're getting away with it scot-free. Somebody's got to come. It's not going to be Trump on a white horse. <coughs> the feds aren't going to do nothing because they're all involved. I don't know how we're going to get out of it. Somebody's got to fucking step up. Somebody down the line has to do something. Shit can't go on forever on repeat. That's just my spiel for the day. Anyway, till next time, always trust and believe in your own convictions. And please, for the love of God, stay safe out there. We'll see you next time in another episode of The Zero Hours.